that's what gives us the power. All right? So he says the word, hear, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. All right? Now, that's powerful. That's powerful. You're looking at a dead situation here. You know it's dead. It's been dead for a while. If it's just bones, there's nothing. They are dry. There is nothing. They just been, they been dead, okay? That's been dead for a long time. And you're standing there looking at this, and then the Lord says, speak to them. Now, how would you, what would you think? You want me to speak to something that's dead? How am I going to do that? If they speak back, I might take off running. <laughs> I mean, but you got to think about that. You get to this place and you're looking at dead things. And, and the Lord says, speak to it. Speak to it. Now think about a dead family relationship. You ain't seen this family member in years. You know they didn't talk bad about you. They didn't said everything. They didn't call you everything but a child of God. And you just didn't call that a dead situation because I ain't talking to them. And you get to the family reunion and the Lord says, speak to them. But not just speak, but speak life into them. See, he didn't just tell them to speak to the bones. He said, tell them you're going to get breath and life. That's a renewal. That's restoration. I'm not just going to speak to you, even though we ain't talked in years and you had an attitude problem and you didn't said all these negative things, but I'm going to speak life into you. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, any... Exactly. Exactly. Even, even in the, the worst of situations, you know, I can speak on, like, different, different scenarios where speaking life into people that have broken you yeah, and, and, and even when, when you're dealing with shame yourself, speaking life into yourself, when you, when you know you done messed up and, and you got to speak like, God, I know you still love me. I know I'm still worthy, even though I know I'm worth, I'm not worthy, but I'm worth it to you. Speaking, speaking life is so, is so important. But I, I looked at that situation, and I said, well, how would I have looked at that situation if I was Ezekiel? I'm walking in there, and he's telling me to speak to these dead bones. He, yeah, the Lord took him there. Yeah, yes. So you, you done took me to this place, and now I'm standing here looking at this. Yeah, yeah. And so, so you, you done put me in this place. And I'm looking at this, and you saying, speak life into it. 
I don't know about that, God. And that's why he said, can these bones live? Because, I mean, wouldn't you ask that question? <laughs> you asking me to speak to something that's dead, and, and I don't know. But the power of the words. But what, what was powerful was what happened. All right? And so I'm going to go down to verse 7. It says, so I prophesied, and I was commanded, and I, as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the shoon and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, and there was no breath in them. And he said unto me, all right, so now, we didn't see what the power of words have done the first time, all right? Now, they didn't formed off a word and off of obedience. Because even though he was afraid, he was a little nervous, a little shaky about it, he did it. So, so then he saw them form, but there was no breath in them. And then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. All right? Now, he ain't even prophesying to them. Now, he's talking to the wind. Now, who else have we seen command the wind other than God himself? We have the same power within us. He's showing us with Ezekiel, you have the same power as me. You can speak to the wind and make it do what I say. So that, I, that came across, and I was like, whoo, have you ever thought about just speaking to the wind? The storms and things that's happening, like, we have seen Jesus do it, but do you believe you can? He did tell us we could speak to the mountain and, and, and tell it to move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, speak to the wind, all right? Now, he's not talking to the bones no more. Now he's talking to a natural thing. He's talking to the wind. And he said, um, where I lost my place. <laughs> Prophesy unto the wind prophesied, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe unto the, these slain, that they may live. All right? So all four directions, come and give breath and, and life. All right. Now, do you ever think about why the wind why he didn't tell Ezekiel to just go blow <laughs> on him himself? He said, call the wind. Well, I look at the wind as God's breath. It's not something that we do, but it's something that he does. And so the wind comes from all different directions and blows breath and life. Right. Yes. Yes, you can see the evidence, but you can't see it. You just 
feel it. You can feel it, though. Yes. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, and ex an exceeding great army. All right? So that, to me, was one of the most powerful uh, examples of how powerful words are. Like, because this, this is not God speaking. He's telling Ezekiel to speak. So this is something like we can do. He, yeah, he spoke God's word. He, and, but, he, but he was obedient. So operating in that obedience, operating in that obedience, he spoke the word of God. But God used him to show the power that we have within us. When you have his word in you and you speak his word, you have the power. So that's the power of words. And that, that was in Ezekiel. And we see another moment. And this is another familiar story. And it's in John chapter 11. So we're going to go to John chapter 11 and we're going and and this is I'm not going to go through the whole story this is the story of the resurrection of Lazarus okay and 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 again we see how powerful words are but it's it's so powerful this one to me is always deep how powerful it is um and then you have what I call Martha moments. Because <laughs> if you know this story, you know Jesus was away, Lazarus died, Mary and Martha's brother, Lazarus died, Martha was upset because Jesus wasn't there. <laughs> they sent word that he was sick and Jesus wasn't there, and so Lazarus died. And when Jesus got back, Martha said, now, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died because he knew, she knew the power that Jesus had. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Even, even in that, they, they, the one was speaking life and one was speaking death with the sisters because Martha was mad. I don't care what nobody says. She was mad. If you had been here, this wouldn't have never happened. All right? <laughs> and that's what I call the Martha moments of life. You know, it's your fault. <laughs> Where was you at? <laughs> we wouldn't be going through this if no she's not saying, please bring my brother back to life. I know you got the power to do it because I'm telling you if you was here, it, it wouldn't happen. But instead of me telling you, please bring my brother, give him life again, you're saying if you had been here, we wouldn't be dealing with this. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But do, do y'all see that? That's, that's that death versus life mentality of speaking. She's, if you had been here, instead of saying, God, please 
fix this dead situation for me. You know, think about that. How, how often do we do that with life? How often do we do that? Bill comes, you don't get paid to the end of the week. Lights get cut off, but you get paid at the end of the week. God, why you let, why you let them wait to the end of the week? <laughs> Instead of, Lord, just get me through this. Lord, you make a way. Show me how to get through this. <laughs> we have those Martha moments. We have those moments. But the powerful thing about this is he spoke to her. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. All right. I, I know that if I had been here, I could have kept him here. But you got to understand that there is a reason for everything that happens. And so, again, we see Jesus using words. Lazarus is dead, and, and then they get to the place. He tells them, show me where, where he's laid. And, and they get to the place, and surely he stinks by now. <laughs> Just add insult to injury. We know, we know he's dead. We know he's been dead. But surely his body stinks by now. And did you have to add that? Uh, another Martha moment. <laughs> I mean, he stinks now. <laughs> so you telling me that I can't do this because he's been dead for four days? I mean, <laughs> there's that, that death mentality. But Jesus continues and he has to because his words are so powerful he has to call his name Lazarus come forth because if if because Jesus words was so powerful if he would have just said come forth everything up in there would have came out <laughs> everything would have rose so he had to call. That's how powerful the words are. He had to speak his name, Lazarus. Yeah, I'm only talking to Lazarus. <laughs> come on, come forth. And, and, and he did, and, and he even had to tell the grave clothes to, to release him. But he didn't touch the grave. He didn't put no oil on it. He didn't throw no water on it. All he did was spoke. That's how powerful words are. That's how powerful her words are. I'm probably not going to get through all of this, but we have to be so conscious of how we use one of our most powerful gifts, which is our mouth. Um, I'm going to go to real quick because this kind of tells us in all seriousness how, how powerful our mouth is, how powerful our tongue is, and how quickly, deadly things can happen when we use our mouth in the wrong way. So I'm going to James, and I'm going to go to James chapter 3. And I'm going to start at verse 5, all right? Um, 
And before this, this is talking about, um, it, it talks about the p power of the tongue, how, you know, how it's hard to tame the tongue. <laughs> um, and in the verse prior to, it's talking about a bit that you put in the mouth of a horse to make it obey, all right? And in verse 5, it says, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, which it is, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great force is set on fire by, a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body. It sets the whole course of one's life on fire. And it, and it is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, hold on, lost my spot. Yeah, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with with it we curse human beings who we have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, my brothers and sisters. This should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. All right, so here he's talking about how deadly our tongue can be. Now we've seen, I've been showing how, how life can be given through the power of words. But here we see how deadly. It said it's a small spark can start a flame. Our tongue. How quickly have have you ever, you know, been set off by what somebody said? <laughs> how quickly? How quickly have you fired back by something that someone has said? You know, it is so quick to just start something just by words. That's why gossip is so deadly. That's why it don't help nothing. It, it doesn't help. It doesn't help when you're speaking on things because most of the time you're speaking death to the situation. So it's, it's so important that we realize how powerful our words are. And words are rooted in our heart. And in Matthew 15, 18, it talks about um, when, when we speak, it, it comes from the heart. We have to be conscious of what our heart is carrying. Because everything that we do flows from it. What we say, how we act, everything. Everything we do flows from our heart. So our words come out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
so so what you're carrying you're you're letting out so we have to be conscious of that we have the power to speak and ask whatever we need as long as we stay in him as long as we stay in him as long as we stay in God we can ask for for whatever it is we have to begin to learn how to speak the word we have to be able to learn how to to retain that word but begin to use it to speak life into dead situations to speak life into our children to speak life into our friends and our family members to speak life over ourselves remember I started this off by saying sticks and stones may break my bones but Words can kill me and my destiny. See, the old saying was, words will never hurt me, but words kill. They have power. They have power to destroy, but they also have power to give life. What are you speaking? Are you speaking death? Do you have Martha moments? (laughs) Are you speaking life? So it is important that we know the word of God because if we speak the word of God, you're automatically speaking life to your situations. Automatically. God loved us so much, he gave us that power. (laughs) He gave us the power. It says the power that's working within us. We have the power. We have the power to operate just like that. Just like that in the beginning, let there be. We have the power to walk around and say, let there be peace. Let there be love. Let there be joy. We have the power. All right, my time is up. I'm over my time. (laughs) Any questions? Any questions, any comments? All right, we're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of your word. God, I ask that you touch each and every person that is here and allow them to begin to speak life over their situations, over themselves, over everything that is going on. Give us the power to use your word to guide us and to lead us to speak life into dead situations. God, we thank you for everything that you're going to do in this service, and we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.